Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Well, welcome to New Beginnings in Lent. Before we begin today, let me just say three quick things. There seems to be many people who are still trying to sign up. If you know some, just send them this address and it uh, will help them sign up. Firstly, uh, if you're joining us for the very first time, don't forget that if you, an email doesn't come, if that's the way you're receiving them, just go to brucedowns.org or to thecatholicguide.com and look for the daily devotionals and they will all be there. Uh, you never have to miss on any day. They're, they're always there. And thirdly, what happens if you do miss a day? Uh, now, this one I'm about to say is very important. If you miss a day or two or three, and let's be honest, things happen, life gets busy. This is how to approach it. And this is from experience. Forget about the ones you missed and just do the current day. Even though I'm building every day, you'll be able to pick it up. Just forget about the ones you missed. Of course, if you get some time, you can go back and watch them, but the videos keep coming. So just keep watching the current day. So let's go on to our daily devotional right now, uh, New Beginnings. Have you ever noticed that familiarity can rob you from enjoying something fully because you think you know it? Have you ever noticed familiarity steals from us richness and even deeper meaning at time? A few people have said to me that this is their very first Lent. Other people have said to me they've been around Lent for many years, but they've never really taken it seriously. Some people have said to me they do Lent diligently every year. Now, remember what I said, being familiar with something or familiar with our approach can sometimes cause you to fall into the trap that says, I know what it's all about. And what happens is you miss it. Well, what do we know about Lent? We know that it's the period of time leading up to the death and the resurrection of Jesus, that these events, his death and his resurrection, made it possible for all of humanity to have access to the kingdom of God because the effect of sin had cut humanity off from God. So what happens? God the Father sends his son Jesus because he loves us, who dies and rises and effectively pays the price of us having access again to heaven. We know that Lent goes for 40 days, not including the Sundays, and then there's Easter. We know that giving something up for Lent or taking something on is, well, something lots of people do. We know that Palm Sunday is the beginning of Holy Week in the final week. We know that on Holy Thursday, Jesus washes the apostles' feet. We know that on Holy, Holy Thursday, Jesus uh, gave us the Eucharist at the Last Supper. We know that on Holy Thursday as well, Jesus is betrayed by Judas and that all of the apostles run away and leave Jesus by himself. We know on the next day, Good Friday, the soldiers brutally torture Jesus and then kill him by hanging him on a cross. We know that his mother Mary is there watching everything. We know that they take Jesus' dead body down from the cross and they lay it in a tomb. We know that on Easter Sunday, Jesus rises from that tomb. He rises from the dead. We know that some women and apostles come to the tomb and they see the empty tomb and they're shocked, they're dismayed that it's empty. We then know that Jesus appears to the apostles and over a period of many days, he appears to many people. Uh, these are some of the things that we know about Lent. And then depending on where you are from around the world, I know something else that ends at the end of Lent is that where I come from, we eat chocolate, chocolate eggs wrapped in bright colored foil. But I know many people from other countries have all sorts of different traditions. 
Some people have family and friends over. Some people share meals together. Uh, and then when it's all done, it's done. And if you are 20 or 40 or 70 or 100 years of age, you might have done a lot of Lent's and you've known all of what I've just talked about. You know the routine. Well, my father was a very good man who died a couple of years short of his 80th birthday. He's a very intelligent man. In my opinion, he was a great man. He was a fine, fine human being. And he did Lent every year. And knowing all that I've described to you year after year after year, he did it just like that. But if you were to talk to him, if you were to spend time with him, um, I'm not sure that he really knew much about what Lent was all about, despite the fact that he was a well-educated, intelligent man. See, there's more, you know. There's so much more than, than just doing all these things, going through the routine. Lent is more about our heart than it is our action. Again, Lent is more about our heart than it is our actions. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that actions are not important, they are. But what's even more important is our heart. You see, Lent is about the continuing conversion of ourselves. What do I mean by that? We can think that conversion means a person goes from not believing to believing. We can think that that's what it is. And certainly that's an aspect of what it means. But I'm talking about the conversion of our heart in the sense of what Lent is and what the whole Christian journey is. I'm talking about the fact that conversion is speaking about the transformation of our whole self, that we, that we become different, that we go through this uh, thing that the people of God uh, realize that God seeks to be with them, that God is calling them, that God is drawing them to himself because God seeks relationship with us. See, the conversion that we must seek in Lent is about a change of heart. And what do I mean by heart? Our heart is, if we were honest, our heart is, it's, it's that place where it's our truest self. Our, our heart is where we are most who we are. It is here in this place where we are our truest self that God wants to see transformation take place in the depths of us, within us. And it happens at a deeper and deeper and deeper level, level all the time. Pope, Fran, uh, Pope, sorry, Pope Paul VI said this, The kingdom of God announced by Christ can be entered only by a change of heart. That is to save through the intimate and total change and renewal of the entire person, of all their opinions, judgments and decisions. Isn't that beautiful? Again, the kingdom of God announced by Christ can be entered only by a change of heart. That is to save through that intimate and total change and renewal of the entire person, of all the opinions, judgments and, and decisions. Again, look at it. The kingdom of God announced by Christ uh, and announced by, by Christ can be entered only by a change of heart. We can only get into the kingdom of God. We can only get to heaven by changing our heart. That place where we are our truest self. That is to say through that intimate total change and renewal of the entire person that we are. That all of us, you see all of us need change of our opinions, of our decisions to enter the kingdom of God. We need to be changed. In Mark chapter 1, 
verse 15, and this is a verse we find in the Rosary in the Luminous Mysteries about the proclamation of the Kingdom of God and what it says it was all about. It says, the time is fulfilled and the Kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the Gospel. Repent and believe the Gospel. Repent, turn around, go in the direction that God is calling to you. And, and believe means not just kind of think it's all right, but to be totally convinced of it. It means to give over our total self to God. And this happens over time. You see, conversion is not a moment in the sense of going from unbelief to belief, but rather a continuing transformation. It's a journey. It's about believing more deeply to the point of being transformed within our heart, mind and with all our strength and it expresses itself in what we think and what we do. Let me say that again. It's about being changed and transformed. Conversion is so that we think and what we do and what we do is an experience of who we are. Why does Lent come around every year to the point that sometimes we can become familiar with it? Well, the church, the people of God, the church in its brilliance operates according to a yearly calendar. We call it a liturgical calendar, a worship calendar, where every year we go over the same big and giant mysteries and events over and over, and our faith grows in depth, and we're converted more and more and more in a deeper place. Every year, every year, uh, we're meant to go to that deeper place. It's not meant to be the same. It's meant to be deeper. Every Lent is meant to be deeper. I've been married for 40 years to Rosemary, my wife, we got married when we were in our early 20s. And that back, back then, I certainly, well, I was certainly very good looking. I'm not sure what's really happened. Um, and, but when I look at Rosemary and I today, we're much older than we were. But I love Rosemary today more than I've ever loved her in my whole life. She's more beautiful to me than she's ever been, though we're both much, much older because I've come to experience her. I've come to know her. I've been, I've, I've been able to be with her. I've been transformed by her. So if you've done many Lents, it's not meant to be the same. Uh, it's that we're meant to do it constantly transformed by God. So if you have done many Lents, how blessed are you? If this is your first Lent, how blessed are you to go deeper and deeper and deeper? I pray that you would be greatly blessed by this Lent. So there's much, so much more to say, which I will say it in the coming days. And I pray that God would bless you. So why don't we pray right now? Loving God, I thank you today that you're with us. Allow us to be transformed by you. Allow us to experience you exactly in the place we are. And Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. May we be transformed. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, don't forget, you can go to the comment section below and you can comment and join the conversation. I've put a few questions there for you that you might want to reflect on. Hey, see you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.